Welcome, namaste, and blessed be. This is It's Not Magic, a metaphysical podcast. Here, we discuss the world unseen and answer your questions. So find a comfy seat and grab a drink as we dive on in. Let's talk about crystals. <laughs> You're so excited. I'm, I'm so you. excited. Uh, so this week, uh, we're going to focus on some crystal basics and 101s. And uh, everyone that I know loves rocks or stones. Oh, yeah. They make a big difference. <laughs> so a little information about crystal healing. There are two schools of thoughts on crystals. They are uh, amazing. The vibrations can give you some healing and affirmations, or they're just really cool earth snot. So, did you just say earth snot? Oh, yeah. I was not paying attention to that. (laughs) Episode title in the first two minutes. Right. That's That's great. I love it. Well, um, when talking about crystal healing, uh, this school of thought is highly criticized. It's either. You have these vibrations in each stone that will heal certain parts of the body. And we'll talk about a couple of different ways to use these crystals to do that if you follow that way of thought. The other one is they're just really amazing, amazing things that the earth produces naturally, combining chemicals and minerals and pressure and all of those fun things. Mostly we'll focus on the crystal healing portion of it today. So what do you guys know about crystals? I, I, I'm i going to uh, take my place here as the resident um, know-nothing at all. Novice. <laughs> yeah. novice is the, the resident novice. Um, and say that I think that they're really pretty. And that <laughs> I know that um, there are a lot of different kinds for a lot of different reasons. And I know that there's a huge market for people uh not being genuine about it as well and that there's a huge like have you ever seen those tiktoks where it's people like unearthing crystals or stones and they're like you see these oh my god and then the comments are like oh yeah it was just polished and cut and perfectly (laughs) ready for you to find it yeah Yeah. good for you Mm. um but i know that they have a much more um like in in reality there's a lot more to it absolutely And me personally, like you, you know, um, I mean, coming into the apothecary and everything else, I was definitely more of the herbs and teas person um, coming from a chef background. But I learned about crystals through you and through the process of this. And my own experience has been really interesting. Um, I definitely have an idea that it could potentially be more. So like, For a quick example, I rode my bike for the first year of having the apothecary here. So I'd ride my bike a mile. And and I think you probably remember this, right, Jesse? Mm -hmm. So I would ride my bike, and I'm telling you, it's been years. And, I mean, I'm in my mid-30s. So I'm riding this bicycle, and I feel like I have never ridden a bike in my life. (laughs) Like, I was, like, skirting off the road and, like, couldn't keep my balance. It was hard. I don't understand why. Within the first week of Tressie coming in, she's like, hey, you know, this is what this is and this is this. And Tiger's Eye has been my go-to. It is absolutely my favorite because I have a tendency to be everywhere. (laughs) So um, I put my Tiger's Eye bracelet on and started riding my bike. Within two days of wearing my bracelet, I forgot to wear them. And I was like, wait a second. 
And I noticed such a big difference. Like it was easier to ride the bike. I felt more balanced and more secure and less scared of, because that day I almost fell off the bike and I'm like, I'm not wearing my bracelet. <laughs> like, hold on, shows. I'm not wearing my bracelet. Like, <laughs> what in the world? Because it was a week of no problems and being balanced and feeling good. And so I'm like, maybe there's something to this. And so the more and more I learn about it, the better it is. So even if it is kind of a, a placebo effect, it's mm-hmm. still really, really interesting. And th- that's a great way of putting it, placebo effect. It, you believe what you want to believe on certain things. And sometimes rocks and crystals and minerals are just great reminders. And mm-hmm. I've said this before. It's just an affirmation. Yeah. It's just to remind you to stay grounded or to stay cleansed or to stay loving. I say the same about the oils and stuff. Like when you use essential oils mm-hmm. and things like that, I always say it's like the red string around your finger. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. It just kind of reminds you when you smell it or when you see it or when like you touch your chest and you happen to have a crystal in your bra, you know. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be calm right now. Like, you know, it just is a little reminder. And I love that. It is. And let's get straight into it and talk about choosing your crystal. So I have a lot of people ask me, what does this do? What does this do? What does this do? Um, And you can go in and you can research specifically what you're looking for and find the crystal that aligns with whatever healing property you need or whatever you need in your life. But one of my favorite ways to do it, one way that I suggest is don't research anything. Just go with what your body wants. You'll know it when you see it. You'll be, quote unquote, drawn to it. (laughs) The crystal will choose you as opposed to you going in knowing what you want. It's that drawn from the chest thing. That's that's right. You talk about, right? It'll it'll pull you. burning (laughs) sensation. It'll pull your eye. Yeah, you can't (laughs) stop looking at it. So once you figure out what crystals you need, then I I suggest that you go in and do the research. Mm -hmm. You'll see what your body's missing or what what you might have needed that your body knows better than you do. Um, And then after you get your crystal, we've talked about this before, but cleansing and charging your crystals. So there's also several schools of thought on this. Brandy, I know you know all about cleansing and charging. I've Um, learned it really fast. (laughs) So (laughs) there is a difference between cleansing and charging your crystals. And I won't go over all of the ways, but we'll just brush on a couple of real quick ways. So when you get your crystal, you've got... All this energy from everywhere that everyone that has touched it, the miner, the transporter, the polisher, the people that sell it, the people that, you know. uh, Have touched it because they thought they were going to buy it and put it back. (laughs) Exactly. So you want to give it a, you want to give it a good, (laughs) a good cleanse. Um, And there's several ways to do this. Um, There's water, there's smoke, there's uh, sunlight, moonlight, which will also charge and cleanse. Uh, What am I missing here? You could bury it in the ground, a million ways to cleanse it. Now, you did talk about water. So water is the only one that's a real, and sunlight too is the same. Certain ones you can't do, right? Absolutely. Uh, A lot of crystals will either melt in water, if left in water for long amounts of time, um, or they're toxic in water. Mm -hmm. And I know I've seen a bunch of crystal elixirs and things like that, or crystal smoking apparatuses. I highly warn against that just because some crystals aren't safe. Right. And it's not that it's going to poison you to death um, if you happen to get your you crystal yeah, yeah, if you happen to get your crystal wet, but uh, certain things will will dissolve like uh, selenite, 
not necessarily selenite, but uh, satin spar. I was going to say, you said any of the ites, right? Is That's a role? best practice. Not all ites are toxic. Most crystals do end in ite, but it is a good indicator. Malachite, labradorite. You're going to find a lot of crystals end in ite, and it's just best to keep them out of water, out of elixirs. I do not recommend smoking out of them just because the polish mostly that's on right. them. Now, there are some crystals that if you take a bath with them, like rose quartz, notice it doesn't end in ite. Right. Um, it, it's okay. Um, best thing is if you want to make an elixir or have a bath, just have them next to the water. It's yeah. just safe to do that. Yeah. Or and in a container in the water as long as they're close, right? Absolutely. It's just the vibe coming off the um, crystal. Now, the sunlight one is always a fun one. Sunlight is fun because we want to charge and cleanse and do all those fun things. But some crystals, they come from the ground. They're in a deep, dark hole. Um, for so, a reason. <laughs> for a reason. So sunlight will do some damage to some crystals. We do not want to put, say, amethyst in the right. sunlight. Some rose quartz will fade over time. Fluorites will fade over time. And I'm talking amethyst will fade pretty fast. Yeah, um, I mean, you'll go from purple to white. And you'll turn it into quartz, which, again, there's no no big deal about that. But if you have a big, beautiful amethyst, right. I would recommend keeping it out of the sunlight. Uh, now, quartz. Quartz and sunlight. Quartz and sunlight. Uh, so I do have a crystal ball that I use. And I always tell everyone, oh, I need to cover up my crystal ball. And they're like, oh, you don't want to let the spirits out. And I said, no, no. I don't want to burn a hole in my house. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like a giant magnifying glass. It, if anybody as a kid has had the magnifying glass and the ants, uh, yeah. quartz will burn down your house. Yeah. Um, it will immediately cause smoke and flame if it is set just right in the window. So we love our sun catchers. We love our sparkly light going stick through. With glass. But stick with glass. <laughs> a little is a <laughs> you get fire and rocks. Um, right? yeah. Now some, all, the, all, the, all the elements. <laughs> some crystals are very fragile and they're toxic if inhaled. So we don't want to be flaking them off or grinding them down and inhaling the dust. God, that just sounds wrong. Like I can just see a crackhead like sitting in the crystal <laughs> in a grinder just Amen. like grinding it down. Well, we've got like... <laughs> We've got mica that's in all of our makeups. That's True. also a crystal. Yeah. Uh, but we we don't want to be in, inhaling that. Um, so some crystals, if mixed with certain things, will cause sulfuric acid. Oh, yeah. Like pyrite. So we've got to be really careful about that. Um, but other ways to do it. The safest safest ways to do it, you know, bury it in the ground. You know, sound is an easy way. Incense is an easy way. But again, a million and one ways to charge and cleanse. Now, charging our crystals. There is another school of thought on that, too. I need to charge my crystal. I need to charge my crystal. You don't have to charge it as often as you think you do. It's not um, like a cell phone. <laughs> it is not a cell phone. You don't have to charge it constantly. But if it's a crystal that you use, let's say, you know, you go to Walmart and you bend over and they all fall out of your bra and you're wearing them, you know, several days in a row. Am I missing something in girlhood here that I'm supposed but, to be filling my cups full so, of, of so rocks? Here's the thing, right? I'm just kidding. So I have a funny story with my niece. And mm -hmm. um, during Christmas this year, I, I've recently started wearing them on crystals, as I said earlier. And my niece loves them. She loves them so much. And so she leans over to me. I want to say it was Christmas because at Thanksgiving, I showed her my protection crystal that I had. And I set it back where I had it. Well, come come Christmas time, you know, because family, mm -hmm. <laughs> that yes. extra bit of protection. <laughs> um, 
come Christmas time, she leans over to me, just real nonchalant while I'm sitting on the thing and goes, hey, nanny. And I went, what's up? She goes, you got a rock in your bra? <laughs> <laughs> and I went, yes. She goes, can I see it? <laughs> I'm like, sure. And so I pulled it out. And she goes, why do you do that? I'm like, because I love you. <laughs> because I love you. Um, I need patience yeah. right now. She's like, can I put it back now? She goes, yeah, that's where it goes. <laughs> so now she already knows. But yeah, no, it's just, it's that extra pocket. It's that yeah, extra no, pocket that we use. Because like Tressie can put them in her hair. Mm -hmm. I can't put them in my hair. No, yeah. they wouldn't. I don't think they I don't, would come either. Female, females don't always have pockets. So yeah, you can't always. Yeah. And when you do put it in your pocket, it falls out and mm -hmm. then you've lost it. Yeah. Also, it'll keep it close to your heart chakra. True. Let's say if you're going through some <laughs> breakup. I know I, I, we do a lot of breakup crystals. Yeah, it just keeps oh, yeah. it close to your skin. But again, be careful with those crystals that don't like to get wet. Because as we sweat. all know, booby sweat. sweat. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want that. But there are some crystals that don't need charging at all. So um, I'm going to go over a couple of those. Uh, diamonds don't need charging. Thank goodness, because that would be an expensive thing to look out in the moonlight. <laughs> Citrine. Berry. Uh, azurite, kyanite, all of those naturally charge. And crystals with a high vibration like carnelian um, tend to have that higher vibration. They don't need charging as much as you think that they would. Um, we said that uh, sunlight was not good for amethyst or any of the quartz types due to it fading. So that includes uh, smoky quartz, uh, any kind of sapphires. Adventuring will actually fade as well, which is a pretty solid one that you wouldn't guess. Now, again, it will take loads and loads of time, but let's just give you a heads up about those kind of things. And let's see, ways to use crystals. Uh, Besides Simon? shoving them in your bra. Besides shoving them in your bra. Uh, how we can use crystals, uh, we could uh, create what's called a crystal grid. And that's just either putting it in a specific pattern or formation or an organic pattern or formation. And supposedly that amplifies the energy of the crystals. So it's a meditative thing as you're building the grid, just using your subconscious to really build that grid out. So every time I hear you talk about crystal grids, the first thing I always, and again, I have that paranormal brain. Mm -hmm. I think of that protective grid that mm -hmm. we put out um, when we do paranormal stuff. And that's a perfect example yeah. of how to use crystals too. I mean, I know in my home, my doors and windows all have protective crystals around them. Uh, crystals for protection, uh, great great point as well, would be like, uh, Brandy, do you know any crystals for protection? Oh, absolutely. Anything black. <laughs> <laughs> so your obsidians, mm -hmm. your tourmaline mm -hmm. is a good one. Black tourmaline. So mm -hmm. um, uh, I know... I know, because <laughs> you taught me, um, when you're putting out your grid, if you're doing paranormal stuff, um, and you just want that extra bit of, this is my space, um, it would be black tourmaline in all the windows, and of course, in order to amplify them in the doorways, as long as there's not sunlight... You would put your um, clear quartz. Clear quartz, smoky quartz, any type of quartz will amplify anything that you're doing. So, oh my God, I'm so proud, Brandy. I'm, I'm so know, proud. I'm so she can be taught. <laughs> so we also use crystals for divination. So I know I use a uh, crystal scrying ball, and most people are used to it being just a clear 
crystal ball, but you can use any round sphere for crystal scrying, any, anyone that you're drawn to. The point of crystal scrying is to see into it and to tap into your conscious and just to use it as a meditative tool. So it's not necessarily the crystal clear quartz is the best scrying ball. I, I know people well, that have used obsidian balls. That's what I was going to say. In mm-hmm. ancient Egypt, mm-hmm. they used the obsidian mirrors, which is just the shiny black. Mm-hmm. And Obs- you could see. Obsidian yeah. is a form of, yeah. of volcanic glass. Mm-hmm. So it was originally some of the first mirrors that we yeah, used. Cleopatra had one. And mm-hmm. all kind of, I love that kind of stuff. We talked about, we talked about uh, elixirs and baths or ways to do it. Again, I just warn against that. Uh, there is crystal healing and chakra balancing by placing them on your body. There's crystal medica- medication. Crystal meditation. <laughs> well, we're going back to that shaving it up and snorting thing again. We are. Um, You're giving me ideas. <laughs> does it work? No. You can use them in your garden, too. I know that there's some grounding principles that really work. Um, the copper wire. But if you add... Uh, crystal chips into your garden. It really helps round out that soil. You can use them under your pillow. You can charge them up for intentions and carry them on you. I know I wear a lot of crystal jewelry and a well, lot of things on me. I know a lot of folks me. put them like next to the bed and stuff, mm-hmm. especially protection and stuff. If you if kids have nightmares or what have you, I've seen a lot of folks come in and get protective things. Mm-hmm. Um, the carvings are great, especially for little ones. Mm-hmm. Um because they're like, all they see is the little character mm-hmm. versus the energy what it, that what it, it does. Yeah. yeah. So it's a nice medium. Well, let's talk about uh, the idea of protection with crystals as well and why we think that they have these vibrations to them. So that school of thought is that there are wavelengths and everything, light, sound, et cetera, et cetera, and that your body will sink in with the crystal's specific vibration that it has. I'm sorry. My brain just went to menstruation and <laughs> the fact that if you're around a female for too long, you mm-hmm. can sink up, and it's the same thought process, so my brain just went left field. So I apologize. <laughs> no, that's that. a that's a great correlation. Yeah, no, you like just <laughs> being around it yeah. will, will sink you, you will up sink with up. that. Yeah. Now, again, there's no real scientific evidence to this, so it is just kind of one one of those things that pseudoscience if you believe you believe it's metaphysical it yes, is it very is. Meta- metaphysical um another thing about crystals is we talk about receiving hand and giving hand oh, i've yeah, talked about this like before yeah um your left hand is your receiving hand so if you're wanting to take in the energy of a crystal i recommend meditating with it your in it in your left hand words and then if you're wanting to give out energy or share energy with someone i recommend keeping it in your right hand so that's the same for crystal jewelry and where you're wearing your bracelets i, I wear my grounding say something about that <laughs> grounding and protection on my left hand because that's what i hope to receive and i wear a lot of my rose quartz and light shedding selenite and you know all of my love crystals because yeah. i want to project love yes. on my right hand uh, I do the same. And again, uh, yeah. if you want to create a circuit with that, you can just hold, you know, what you want to give and receive in both of your hands and meditate with that that way with yep. them in both of your hands. Uh, another thing I get a lot of questions about on crystals is why are there so many different shapes of crystals and so what do they do? Um, crystals form in uh, in patterns uh, naturally. So some crystals will come in uh, what we call a tower form or a double terminated form. Um, 
they just grow organically like that. Some of them grow in a hexagon form as well. And then you'll see uh, some carvings, uh, palm stones, hearts. It really is just up to what you choose to do with them. So we've got the little tumbled pocket stones that we can just carry on us. Uh, we've got the spheres, and that energy that comes off the spheres is kind of a softer energy. Well, you can, there's no points, right? There's so no points. it comes off a point, mm -hmm. it's direct. If it doesn't, then it's just like, meh. And it's kind of a warm, fuzzy feeling <laughs> yeah. when you play with that. You can also use that, uh, believe it or not, for massage. I know that sounds weird. I mean, you, you the chairs have the little metal balls in it, so it's mm -hmm. not that weird. <laughs> and then we have things like palm stones that you can use to meditate with. We have the towers that you can also use to me meditate with. It's also known as a generator. Hmm. Uh, you set that in a space, and then with the point that it is polished to, just kind of shoots out that energy. I suggest the towers are great for, like, bedrooms, living rooms, if you want to fill your space. That makes sense. And you can point it in a specific direction. It's kind of like an umbrella coming off. Absolutely, right? absolutely. Um, there are several other shapes, forms, and again, I could talk about this forever. Yeah, for four years. But I just kind of wanted to go over <laughs> some of the basics. Um did you guys have any questions or anything that you didn't know about crystals? Or I, I mean, I didn't know any of this before <laughs> you started talking. So oh, and, and she teaches a whole class. Like, there's whole, we do the 101 class here at the shop. There's other classes, too. Like, we're mm -hmm. going to be doing a lot more uh, moving into the newer space. So when so. somebody is coming to you and has never dealt with crystals before, what's kind of your... Um, what do you kind of do to try to get them in the right place and to point them in the right direction for, for getting started with that? Again, I would totally suggest just let's just come look at these pretty rocks. What do you think? Which one do you like? <laughs> uh, getting them to pick what their body needs and then opening up the conversation. It's a great door Again, to open up, it's a therapy kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, what do you feel like you need? What are you going through? And most of the times, just to talk it out and to be able to associate that with that affirmation and that reminder. Um, once they get into feeling connected with the stone, uh, I, I find it that they come back for more. So right. finding that association with what you need. And again, you don't need a million stones to be... A, into crystals or crystal healing. A lot of them overlap and do a lot of the same thing. Right. Um, so you just go with what you feel like you need. And, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. No, you're fine. Do you feel like there are any crystals that kind of do the opposite that are maybe less helpful than they are maybe more hurtful? That's a great question. When you own too many. No, yes, there are crystals that the energy is counter counterproductive. Um, That's why you can't set them next to each other, right? You can, but it just, they negate each other. It's like, you know, double What's negative. Yeah. It turns it into, you know, it turns it into Nothing. a positive. So some things like that, any crystals that are high energy crystals, uh, you would not want to keep in your bedroom because you're trying to go to sleep. Yeah. You want to be calmed and relaxed. Um, I had a, an issue issue with obsidian when I first met obsidian it made me I'm that nauseous. way with hematite yeah <laughs> right I can't do hematite uh Brandy gets around hematite and she just gets Ugh. the heebie-jeebies now so gross there is a reason for that there are two reasons for that actually either your body really needs it and it's trying to purge out all that negative energy from you so it makes you feel a little sick or it makes you a little yeah. uncomfortable or you just don't like it 
Ah. <laughs> or there are, you know, there's metals and things like that found certain crystals and minerals that can cause an adverse reaction. You know, there are some crystals that you shouldn't put on your body. You know, I, I wouldn't recommend, you know, raw azurite or malachite going on your body. I wouldn't recommend bumblebee jasper. A lot of people love it. As long as it's polished, it's okay. But that's another one that will cause a reaction. Yeah. Um, that would be really bad for you. But starting off with crystal energy, I would just say pick what you like. Learn about it a little bit or don't. Just go with the vibe of it. Um, I would. I, I, I like wearing my crystals, but then I've got my larger towers that I like just having in the space to set the mood. So... So, um, to kind of talk a little bit about something a, a smidge different. Mm -hmm. So, when you do tarot card readings, mm -hmm. you always have your little grab baggie of crystals. Mm -hmm. So, could you kind of touch on that? Why, why that practice? Why do we do that? I feel like when energy is there and we're talking about emotion and feelings and things that we want to process, I have a little bag of stones and I feel like that's a great time to blindly pick something or let something choose you where your energy lines up. So I do have a, it's a crystal grab bag with a bazillion different kinds of little tumbles in it. And after a reading and after we've kind of processed emotion and feeling and what we're going through at the moment, and we've opened up a little bit and we feel a little more relaxed. I allow someone to stick their hand in the bag blindly and pull what they need. And nine times out of 10, it's something that you're thinking about or wanting. I know Brandy used to get green adventuring all the all time. All the time. I think the only other one I've gotten was the amethyst that once. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's always green adventuring. When it I started has to do with the business. reading Brandy's cards, she had just opened her shop yep. and she was concerned about business and really it's wanting to business. bring in the money and <laughs> oh, yeah. the, the fortune and the luck. Um, and a lot of times I will have people pull amethyst when they've gone through a deep healing session. Right. Yeah. Road night when we talk about about those deep, dark uh, healing things that we need. So I believe that the crystal will pick you as opposed to you picking the crystal sometimes. I've gotten some that I'm like, oh, this is gorgeous. I really want it. And then I've gotten it in my hands and it's just, I feel absolutely nothing. So last thing that I kind of want to go over is what Simon, you were saying there's a lot of fakes out there. And, yeah. you know, oh, there's yeah. a lot of fake crystals out there. Actually... There are some easy ways to tell if crystals are real or fake. You can hold them in your hand, and if they're super cold after sitting out, nine times out of ten, it's a real crystal. They also heat up a lot less quickly than like a glass. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. There's also something called the Mohs hardness scale. If you want to really make sure your crystal is real or find out what type of mineral your crystal is. And the Mohs hardness scale is a scratch test. So it goes from a one to a ten. And you can use anything from your fingernail all the way up to, a, say, a diamond or steel or a nail. Um, I mean, we wouldn't recommend doing this in a shop. No, no. Please don't, don't come in and start scratching my crystals. Well, um. and you'll see there's some advertisements. I'm not going to call anybody out on Facebook about burning your crystal to see oh, if it's Jesus. real or, you know, to... It's a good way to burn your hand. Yeah, to break <laughs> it open and see if it's real. Please don't do those things. Please don't do those things. Please just use the touch method. Use the scratch method for the, the most hardness. And again, something as soft as talc, you could scratch with your fingernail. Gypsum, which is like your selenites and your satin spars. Going all the way up to diamonds, which, you know, are next to impossible to, to scratch. Uh, and it, everything and anything in between. That is the best way to know what material it's made out of. But then you have, you know, your quartz type. They're so plentiful. 
that nine times out of ten, they're not going to be faked. I mean... Well, I mean, even with courts and stuff, a lot of, like, you talked about Citrine briefly earlier, mm-hmm. is can be faked as a dyed quartz. Mm-hmm. Citrine so, is one of those... It's not a fake crystal, it's just a fake citrine crystal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Citrine is one of those highly debated... They're not found a lot, and there's not as much of it as we see out in the world. There are ways to make that crystal. Uh, it's just a heated amethyst. So if you take amethyst and you heat it up, it will turn yellow. Uh, you can dye it, which a lot of times you can tell dye by just getting a little bit of fingernail polish. So if you want to know if your crystal's dyed or not, you can you can rub it with a little acetone or something like that. And if the color comes off, hate well, to tell maybe, you, yeah. <laughs> it's not real. So you'll see a lot of turquoise and things like that that's out there that is really just dyed howlite. That's a great indicator of that. Uh, there's a stone called malachite when it's polished. A uh, great way to tell if that's fake is if there is black in it. Now, there can be super dark green that will look black. Uh, if there is black in it, typically it's fake. Right. Or if it is too uniformed in pattern. Malachite is a very swirly kind of, it will have lines going straight across, but it will not be uniform throughout. So that's a great indicator of telling whether or not that one is fake. Uh, but again, quartz, amethyst, very plentiful, uh, shouldn't need to be faked. There's a lot of little crystal pendants that sometimes they can be resin. But again, simply touching it is a great way of, of telling if it's real or not. Awesome, awesome. All right, you guys. Well, if you guys have any questions on crystals or anything that we've talked about in the episode, you can, of course, get hold of us um, on our email. So it's dot not dot magic at gmail.com wonderful y'all take care we'll see you next time bye guys all right bye remember magic is all around us but not everything is magic you got to find it for yourself in the little moments thank you for tuning in don't forget to like share and subscribe we'll see you next time